Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, every so often, uh, we do something a little bit different. We, we turn the tables on someone who is used to being the person who asks the questions and not the person who actually gets asked the questions, if that makes sense. You've probably heard his voice on this station or on other stations in Pittsburgh. Eric O'Brien is a writer and broadcaster in the North Hills of Pittsburgh. He runs the Pittsburgh Radio and TV Online blog. He also is heard uh, frequently on WEDO Radio and on uh, KQV Radio in in, in addition to other places. But uh, today we're going to talk about something different because... uh, Eric is living with Parkinson's disease. Not everybody knows this, but he's gone public with his diagnosis uh, a little while ago, and he's now blogging about his experience. Eric joins us uh, from his office in the North Hills of Pittsburgh. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good. How are you doing? This this is really interesting to be on this side of the microphone. Actually. Yeah. Well, we'll try we'll try to make it just as uh, everyone who does these interviews should have the experience of having to be interviewed once in a while, I think. It's a good check because uh, then you know how the interviewee feels, ex- actually. Ex- exactly. So yes. thank you for taking some time to, to talk with us this morning. Tell us about Pittsburgh Radio and, and TV Online. How long has that website been alive? Actually, it's been half of my life, I like to tell people. it was. Um, I was 22 in... How how old was I? I was 21 in 1998. I turned 22 at the end of that year, and just before I did, that's when I uh, started the um, the site. I am now 44, so it is 22 years old. So congratulations, it is literally half my age. Not too many people uh, keep a website uh, alive for that long. What I think was originally started off sort of as a hobby for you. What what does the website cover? It 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 has covered every station in in the Pittsburgh area, and then I've tried to keep the surrounding markets if you will the smaller uh steubenville yep. wheeling uh johnstown youngstown those uh those markets they are so tiny by comparison but they do bleed into our listening area and, and they kind of the, the comings and goings of different stations changing formats including the station that people are listening to right now uh people being hired people retiring people having babies right and you know, I did this, as you said, as a hobby years ago, because I never expected that I was going to be successful getting into the business, unfortunately, just the way it worked out at the time. Mm-hmm. So I started writing about it, to, you know, DCRTV, the site that I kind of spawned from. We're going to have to stop uh, throwing these yeah. uh, these acronyms at people. PBRTV.com yeah. is Eric O'Brien's website about Pittsburgh Radio and Television. We're going to talk briefly about that, but we're also going to talk about his uh, more personal experiences. DCRTV is yes. about, surprisingly, well, Washington, D.C. radio yeah. and TV. Okay, Surprisingly enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, at, at the time, I had a vested interest in, in stuff down there. I knew some people, still do, but uh, don't communicate with them as often. 
And so I started this the site kind of as a spawn of uh, DCR TV Dave, and uh, he uh, he basically taught me everything I know that you can fit on my pinky finger about writing HTML for websites. And uh, that's about all I still know. But now it's <laughs> it's all as they call it, WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get, and you can do it like you're doing it on Word or or publisher or something. But uh, yeah, and as time went on, uh, then I met you. Uh, because of that site. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, several of our other uh, comrades and, and so on uh, over the years and eventually started working at the, uh, the North for Sales radio uh, ranch beacon of uh, yeah. Pittsburgh. We, uh, we're talking with Eric O'Brien, who is the creator of Pittsburgh Radio and TV Online. He's also heard on uh, a couple of different radio stations in the Pittsburgh area. PBRTV.com is the website. Uh, we're going to get back to what uh, a mutual acquaintance of ours calls the wonderful world of radio in, yes. in a moment or so. But y- you recently started a new venture. You went public a few years ago with a diagnosis, a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. And as I think you mentioned, you're 44 years old. That's kind of surprising, I think, probably to a lot of people. At 37 was when I was diagnosed, and and I woke up with a tremor one morning, had no idea where it came from, thought I slept funny, um, pinched nerves, something of that nature, and um, I was, it it was almost not controllable, but back then, um, it was very subtle, but then people started noticing these things, and you know how people are in Pittsburgh, as we say, they're nebby, Mm -hmm. and they... uh, they started asking questions, and I was married at the time. And you know, people. What would sort ask of my wife, what sort of questions? What What's wrong? Yeah. Uh, why is his arm moving mm-hmm. like that? It was only my right arm at the time, and it, it did begin to bother me. Um, it, what bothered me more was that people were asking. Sure. Not Not the tremor, but you know, as more people asked, the more concerned I got, and. You know, you and I had a uh, mutual friend many, many years ago who's no longer with us mm. who had Parkinson's as well. Who was also in the, in the radio business for a while. And he was, yeah. yes. And um, not that the two have any connection there, but, you know, it's just um, I began to observe my physical um, issues and began to realize that they were mirroring his because I huh. spent a lot of time with him because we lived in the virtu- and virtually attended the same church. Right. But he was right. much older. He's, he was in his 60s or 70s. Right, mm-hmm. right. So um, I began to, to, re- to look and realize that a lot of the things that were happening to me is what I used to witness happening to him. Mm. So finally, I succumbed and went to the doctor and started uh, neurological testing and and so on, which starts with a regular neurologist. You go on to uh, blood work and all kinds of tests, or or at least you would think that. But I was actually sent to a movement specialist who was ready to medicate me on the spot. This was in all in Pittsburgh or where? This was in Pittsburgh uh, originally. And um, this, this doctor who was ready to medicate me um, I said, well, what are you medicating me for? And she said, well, we believe you have Parkinson's. I said, from what? And when another doctor actually questioned her, um, he made me realize that I was not going to the right place. Huh. So, um, my PCP sent 
me to Mayo up in, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> go figure, you end up in this little town in Minnesota and you find a doctor who was originally from Pittsburgh. And so I, I sat down and uh, he did a literally from the top of my head to the tips of my toe exam, checking every muscle, bone, joint, whatever, and said, I would agree with the findings. Yeah. Uh, he said, you need an MRI and you need a couple of other things to rule other things out. And um, so I did the MRI up there. Mm-hmm. It was the best vacation I've ever had. Uh, in Minnesota, of, in Rochester, Minnesota, of all yes. places. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. And <laughs> so, you know, and having an MRI is just what I always think of. It's a day at the beach, for sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so I did that. And then I was supposed to come back here and have a DAT scan. Okay. Which would have put me on a table with a camera circulating around me for 45 minutes or so. And they said, uh, uh, by the way, you can't move during this because if you do, even slightly, we, we have, have to, to start, start over. Yeah. So <laughs> as I got the results back from Mayo, I actually canceled that because I said, this this is pretty clear. This is just going to confirm and I'll get nervous. I'll sneeze or something and then I'll fall off the table and the camera will have to start all over again. No, thank you. So. Um, I actually, from there, that was 2014, so I made it about four years without medicine and uh, have been on since 2018. We're talking with Eric O'Brien. He is the writer and proprietor of a website called Pittsburgh Radio and TV Online, pprtv.com, but he also has recently gone public with his diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. He's in his early 40s, was diagnosed, as Eric mentioned, in his late 30s, which is fairly unusual. Uh, A lot of people, including myself, think of Parkinson's as something that you get when you're older. Um, But, of course, there are many young people who are living with Parkinson's, including, most notably, probably, the actor Michael J. Fox. Um, Eric, you know how this works. We have to take a 30-second break. Uh, when we come back, I, I want to ask you more about how you went public with your diagnosis, why you were, have been going public in a larger way in, in blogging about your experiences, and uh, what sorts of advice you can offer to folks, okay? Certainly. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. Our guest this morning is Eric O'Brien. He is the host, proprietor of Pittsburgh Radio and TV Online, pbrtv.com. He is heard on other radio stations um, with his own talk show that's called In Touch, and uh, he has recently gone public with his diagnosis of Parkinson's disease that he has been living with for a while. You can read about his adventures at his new blog that's at pbrtv.com slash Eric's Avengers. It's all one word, and the blog is called Shaken, Not Stirred. So you, you, you mentioned that you got the diagnosis. Uh, you first noticed symptoms when you were 37, um, right. and you got the diagnosis, you said, in 2010? 
2014, actually. 2014, so. 2014 was the actual yeah. diagnosis. Okay, it but was, you... Yeah, I, I actually noticed the first symptoms in early 2013. Okay. But it took about nine or ten months to even get an initial diagnosis, just the way medical systems work, of course. And, and of course, one of the most famous um, people who's living with Parkinson's in the United States is Michael J. Fox. And I believe his experience was somewhat similar to yours. He noticed a little bit of tremor and weakness in one hand while he was working on a movie and kind of was told the same thing. Oh, you have a pinched nerve. Oh, you're working too much. Oh, right. It was actually, I think he was 29 or 30. Yeah. He discovered that in his pinky. Yeah. Literally in his pinky. I, I heard him speak one okay. time. Wonderful, uh, wonderful presentation. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't quite that uh, minute. But the more I learned what symptoms there are, I mean, constipation's one of them, and not to get graphic, mm -hmm. but you know, that's one of them, uh, stiffness in joints and, and so on and so forth. I began to wonder how long I really had been living with it because I would feel these occasionally as time went on. Uh, but the tremor, of course, is the most visible, um, you know, symptom that anybody can have. I, I should mention, by the way, that if uh, you want information from the Parkinson Foundation of Western Pennsylvania, you can contact them. Eric, I don't believe, has any affiliation with them officially. PFWPA.org. They're up in Bellevue, 412 837-2542 is their number. I'll give that out uh, again later on in the show. Um, because the symptoms that you mentioned are all things that probably all of us have noticed, especially as you get into your 30s and 40s, right? You, you're, yes. you're, a little, you're a little tired. You're a little shaky. Oh, you're, you know, you, you mentioned the digestive problems. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and we, all, we all kind of have those. But for you, it was enough that other people were noticing, you said. And well, that you the and tremor, your, yeah. yeah, and that you yeah. and your then wife were were becoming more and more concerned that it was becoming more apparent, right? right. And it was it was becoming a, a topic of discussion. And quite frankly, even though I'm in radio, I hate being the topic of discussion. Of course, which is um, why we put you on the hot seat this morning, right? right. What what? Let me ask you this: the, the the famous Barbara Walters type question. Well, how did you feel? I mean, how? What was your first reaction when your GP? or your doctor in Pittsburgh had first raised the topic, you may have Parkinson's disease, and then you went to the Mayo Clinic and got the confirmation, yes, in fact, we're sure you have Parkinson's disease. What, I mean, how do, you, how do you react to that? Actually, by the time I um, got the final diagnosis, I was less shocked than my then-wife was. Okay. Um, just, again, because I had observed our friend from years ago... Yeah. And what he was going through and realized that that's what I was going through. I accepted it, but I was still quite upset. I mean, beyond upset. Yeah. There were times when I lashed out, when sure. I would release frustration. But, you know, then when I got the diagnosis officially, I was okay with it. It was like, okay, this is, this is what I have. I have to go on living life because I'm, it's not going to stop me right now. It may eventually or may, maybe something else will someday. But, you know, right now I've got to live for me right now. You, you mentioned that your then wife was was shocked or surprised. Was it because of how young you were or some other reason? I, I think because she was because, yeah, it was about age. But mm -hmm. it was also, I think, you know, just deep sadness. I, yeah. I know she was very upset by that. Um, well, you must have been sad, too, though. Oh, I was. I was because, um, you know, I I had always made it a goal 
to be as active and as healthy as I could possibly be without having to do medicines and so on and so forth. Nobody likes doing medicines. We all know that. But now I can't exist without them. And I'm glad that they are there to be used. We're talking with Eric O'Brien. He is the author of PBRTV.com, which is a blog that focuses on Pittsburgh radio and television. Uh, But he has added a new section uh, recently called Eric's Avengers, uh, Shaken Not Stirred, uh, to talk of, or what what was the, wait a minute, I misspoke, didn't I? It's Shaken Not Stirred. Yes, okay. Eric's Avengers for for Parkinson's. I believe you are also going to be doing some fundraising for uh, Parkinson's research. Is that accurate? Eventually. Yeah. Right now, any fundraising that's going on is actually for me. Oh, okay. Because between all this going on, you know, financial issues come up. Sure. And so I am blessed with friends who have cared enough to start this for me, to take this on and you know, build some build some funds back up and, and get uh, get back into living a somewhat normal life again. And then, you know, moving right along. So... But, you know, right now I'm able to work, you know, sometimes, but uh, can't do what I really, really wanted to do, which was, of course, be in radio, which I was for many years, still am, but just from a distance now. Uh, If I can ask a a personal question, how has it progressed for you? You mentioned that at first you were able to manage without going on medication, and then it's essentially got to be too much for you how what progression have you noticed and i notice and i know everyone's disease progression is different yeah everybody is different but um i it has progressed and you know there are times that they're worse than others like last week i could barely function well what i realized was uh, that i probably needed to drink a little more water and i would have been fine because this week i've been fine and i think between the discussions I had with my doctor over the weekend, you know, that uh, I subconsciously corrected the issue. But, um, you know, the tremor has gotten worse. Uh, the, the main drug that most Parkinson's patients take is called Cinemet okay. or uh, Carbidopa Levodopa, which is a combination thereof. It's a bunch of proteins. One helps keep the protein where it belongs. And, and people might be familiar with that if they read any of Oliver Sacks' books. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So um, as you take it, the more you take it, the less yeah. effective it becomes eventually. Right now I am at about uh, a pill and a half, about every three and a half hours a day. Okay. So four times a day. And then I take a nighttime a uh, stronger controlled release dose that hopefully gets me through the night. Like I said, if I keep drinking water, I do better yeah so i have to keep that up especially this time of year i i i know a number of people it it seems like i know an increasing number of people who are living with some sort of long-term condition from multiple sclerosis to type 1 diabetes to uh liver problems crohn's disease um parkinson's disease do, do they know what causes it there is any number of things. Uh, I was diagnosed with an idiopathic version, which confirms everything we know about me, that I am an idiopath. Hey, but, hello. Hey, yes. Uh, I, I no. got it. Yeah, I figured. Um, no, we don't know where it came from for me. The best I can tell you is that if it's genetic, it's probably a combination of uh, genes that my father and mother had that combined mm. and came through me. 
Um, my mother did have a very mild form of MS, so mild that nobody ever knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but whether that has any relation or whether it's because the tri-state area here is actually the spot in the U.S. that has the highest concentration of Parkinson's disease cases. Really? Yeah. And uh, that could be due to the steel mills because environmental uh, heavy factors, metal, yeah. heavy metal toxicity or and now they're saying that even the uh, chemicals in uh, uh, herbicides and yeah. so on are a possible cause. So it could be any number of those things. Let's pause there and, and pick it up. Uh, when we come back, I want to ask you what sort of advice that you might have for other people who are either living with Parkinson's or think they may have Parkinson's or any managing any long term condition, especially when they're younger. OK. Sure. Uh, Eric O'Brien is our guest. He, uh, you can find his writings at pbrtv.com. Uh, he's got a new section that he has just started about his uh, life with Parkinson's. It's called Shaken Not Stirred. You can find that at pbrtv.com forward slash Eric's Avengers. And again, if you would like information from the Parkinson's Foundation of Western Pennsylvania, pfwpa.org, or you can call them at 412-837-2542. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guest for a few more minutes is Eric O'Brien. He is the author of Pittsburgh Radio and TV Online, PBRTV.com. He is also living with Parkinson's, and that's most of what we are talking about. Uh, he's gone public with his diagnosis uh, fairly recently, although I, I think your friends have known for a while. You've shared that with your, yeah. with your friends and, and family a while ago. Um, but you've recently gone public and, and telling people about uh, living with this Really, what must be an incredibly frustrating condition, I think so many of these long-term health conditions are frustrating, but this must be particularly frustrating because, well, you tell me in your own words, why is it, what frustrates you about it? Frustration comes easily with Parkinson's because you never know from day to day what's going to happen. I mean, uh, you could have a good day and then a bad day or a string of good days and a string of bad days. Anything is possible. It could be weather-related. It could be what... I'm doing wrong or doing right, depending, um, any number of things, but you cannot predict what kind of day you're going to have until you actually get up in the morning and then, and then get out of bed. And that's a whole different issue. You, you mentioned that, that the Pittsburgh area has a high to- uh, concentration of, I know they had a high concentration of MS uh, patients in, in mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh area, but you said also the, the highest concentration of Parkinson's uh, disease and that there's some speculation that that's related to... Uh, pollution or toxicity caused by heavy manufacturing in this area. Right, right, yeah. I um, I had actually, for my show, a few years ago, I had interviewed somebody from PFWPA who said, I think we had at the time maybe 12,000 cases in uh, West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, you know, the tri-state area. Yeah. Um, and they suspect that, that it, it was the steel mills, the the metal, the uh, what, whatever was in the air, floating in the air. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it, it was in the last few years. It could stem back from when we were very active. From from a legacy of it. And, and you and right. I are both kids of the 1970s when it was right. very active here. You... Yeah. Are you, you work during the week? Um, in addition to to your radio hosting uh, duties, you work yeah. during the week for your church. How important has your faith been uh, on this journey with Parkinson's? 
my faith has never wavered. Um, you know, it, it, it is basically what it is. I haven't increased, haven't decreased. Um, what I find my most, the most support comes from friends and family. And I'm just talking about if they see me um, doing something and they support my doing it, I'm happy. If they see me not looking so good, I'm just as happy because they either confirm what I'm thinking or they notice something I haven't. So that's really where my energy is in terms of um, keeping my spirits up. Uh, my faith in God is really mine alone. I you know don't usually it sounds funny for somebody who works in a church. It works really, for a church, but, yeah. But yeah, I I still keep it pretty much to myself because I know that there are people in this world who do not necessarily necessarily believe or they they question their faith much more than I would. So it's just best to keep it at a dull roar and say, "Yes, I work in a church. Don't let that stop you." What what led you to be more public with this? Well, I mean, the visibility of it is is clear. And, you know, I, I was working at Broadcast Communications all those years, 12 or so years. And two years ago, I realized I couldn't do it anymore. Between driving from the North Hills to North for Sales, um, not in, an, in the most reliable vehicle that I thought I bought pretty well, but apparently didn't. Um, you know, and, you know, I realized that what I started doing there was with two radio stations and then we acquired more and then I was working alone and getting more uh, frustrated throughout the day and exhausted and anxious and and it just didn't work out anymore so I needed to be closer to home but at least you know I am still able to with my studio equipment do these programs and and uh, do a program for uh, Tube City Online too so you know there you go. Yes, and, and, and have been part of it from the very beginning, in fact. Uh, Eric O'Brien is living with Parkinson's. He is in his early 40s. Um, most Parkinson's patients, I suspect, are older. So when you go to an event for Parkinson's patients, are you meeting a lot of people who are younger, or is it mostly older folks? It's a, a pretty fair combination thereof. I mean, I think a lot of the younger people are a little more active in, in such events, but maybe not as much of joiners as as they say they're not a joiner yeah. in this day and age but um, you know uh, they're all ages I, I i see them all so what resources are available you mentioned and i mentioned uh, the P parkinson foundation of western pennsylvania uh, pf wpa.org is their address what what other resources have you been able to tap into well, PFWPA is one of the best locally, for sure, because they uh, deal with both of the hospital systems. Mm -hmm. They have uh, representatives from both, so uh, feel free to call them. The Michael J. Fox Foundation is wonderful, too. Um, really, In fact, I think it's next weekend that they have their virtual uh, walkathon, uh, which is countrywide. So uh, look up, look. Look that up if you're interested. MichaelJFox.org is the yeah. address for that if you are interested. Um, before we let you go, uh, we started off by talking about Pittsburgh Radio and TV uh, online. You have kept the website going for more than 20 years, as you said, more than half of your life. Yeah, uh, right. what, what continues to, to make you excited about uh, local TV and radio here in the western Pennsylvania area? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. But I think, well, as you know, those of us who have been bitten by the radio bug love it, even though we know that it's not the best business to be in anymore. 
Um, it's not what it used to be by any stretch of the imagination, but I think what keeps me into it is my not only my own personal history in it, but the history of radio um, and having had the opportunities to tour transmitter sites and um, and be in so many stations in town and some cases out of town, um, just it, it still gives me that excitement that uh, we all get in this business, uh, you know unfortunately or fortunately depending on your point of view <laughs> well it's been an amazing resource for so many people for so long and i would encourage everyone who's interested in radio tv uh if you have if you're not already checking it out you probably already are but check do check it out pbrtv.com is the name of the website it's not about professional bull riding or Pabst blue ribbon it's about <laughs> yes. pittsburgh radio and tv and uh you can also follow eric's uh, adventures and life with parkinson's uh by going to pbrtv.com forward slash eric's avengers uh eric thanks so much for taking some time to share this with us this morning happy to do so and thank you all for listening this week to two rivers 30 minutes broadcasting from the tube city center for business and innovation in downtown mckeesport so long for now you've been listening to two rivers 30 minutes copyright tube city community media incorporated opinions expressed on this program are not those of tube city community media incorporated listener support makes this program possible if you'd like to make a tax deductible contribution please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link you can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using apple's itunes or stitcher.com if you've got a question or comment we hope you'll write to us our address is tube city community media incorporated p.o box 94 mckeesport pa 151 you can email us at tubecitytiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.